the expression from the music inspired me so much to take risks and it inspired damn near the whole rap game. Hello again, I'm Adam Unz. You may know me as the host of The Opus, and now I'm bringing my own show, The Spark Parade, to the Consequence Podcast Network. I speak with artists and creatives about the cultural artifacts that spark their personal interest and creativity, whether it's music, books, movies, video games, or any other kind of art. I've never spoke about it in this amount of detail. I'm suddenly going, oh my God, I'm blowing my own mind here, Christ. It's, it's actually a giant part of my life. By talking about the things we love, we share and discover insights into our personality and the things that drive us. It's just magic, really. I mean, frustrating and it makes some people angry, but I don't think anyone's ever done anything like it. I speak with people like Connor Robers, Phoenix's Thomas Mars, Chris Gethard, Helen Hong, Adrian Young, and more, so their sparks of inspiration can start a fire in you. I'm grateful for those who continue to put our history and who we are as a people in the forefront and make you see it. Find the Spark Parade wherever you get your podcasts. We want to share that we got BTS tickets. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm so excited. Um, it was incredibly stressful, and honestly, the whole ticketing process is blank in my mind. Like I don't remember it. I swear, I, like passed out or something during. You blacked it. it out already. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we ended up getting Silver Soundcheck and Dallas Night Two. Um, so we are very very blessed and happy that it all worked out and we are so excited yeah super excited um you did it okay first of all you did it (laughs) and you did such an amazing job like you you know you if you were stressing you were keeping it at a you know a focused rate where you could just okay I know what I'm doing and uh you got us some amazing amazing yeah. seats and uh I did so much research you I did, did so, so much, much research. research and preparing I had everything I could possibly need like handwritten out in front of me just prepared um but yeah, yeah. It, it paid off all the all the stress, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you were so ready and so prepared. I am so excited for sound check. Yeah, we've never had sound check before. In the past, it was like random, you know, mm-hmm. you couldn't purchase a sound check ticket. And so just getting that opportunity, we were like, should we just go for it? Because yeah. it's fucking sound check. Like, mm-hmm. I've always don't know when to we'll have the sound. opportunity to ever do it again. So, right. why not? And now I'm, I'm thrilled because when we go in to record our concert episode, we will have the sound check perspective to provide oh. all of you guys. <laughs> oh my gosh. So cool. But I just, oh my, I just can't wait to experience that too, that we have. Feel like we've seen it all throughout the last two tours and it's just like really special and really cool so so on that note welcome back iconics and if you're new to the podcast i'm kayla and i'm bethany and this is standing bts yes yes welcome to another wonderful episode where we get to hang out for about an hour and just talk about bts what a wonderful hour it is too But disclaimer, this is an informative fangirl podcast. That means that we're going to fangirl, laugh, and learn a little bit along the way. 
Yep, that's right. This is an explicit podcast, though, so if you aren't cool with that, you can dip out now. We won't blame you. Totally. But if you're down for some, I literally Googled black feather jacket to see if I could afford to wear one to the concert. (laughs) Newsflash, I can't. You really did Google it and you (laughs) sent it to me (laughs) like because we kind of want to match a little bit somehow for for the concert. Um, So you sent it to me. I'm like, but we could like we could maybe do that. It is expensive. (laughs) I sent you one that was just like it was called a cape on Amazon. But I saw Mm. like nice looking jackets that were like black feathers that would would be ones like you could think bts might think about wearing right no those are crazy expensive (laughs) unless you if you want the amazon like almost looks like it's like hot glued together a little bit you know it's like it said steampunk cape so i don't know if that's what we're going for (laughs) maybe but i feel like it'd be a little bit too much like we'd be smacking people next to us with these obnoxious wings yeah a crazy amount of glam (laughs) for this concert oh man or I'm living for the angelic duality in these concept photos. Oh, yes. I just cannot get over like the dark and the light. We only have, yeah. as of recording right now, we only have two concept photos. So, mm-hmm. oh my God, they're so amazing. Yeah. If we have time for it, it'll be our content of the week at the end of this episode. Mm-hmm. So if you're down for all of that, then you're in the right place. Today... It is our Valentine's Day special. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. We love you, Iconic, so much. And to Mm -hmm. celebrate just how truly iconic you are, we are sharing your stories about what it means to you to be an ARMY, your ARMY stories, and then also if you have any wild ARMY encounters. Mm Yep. I'm excited to get into these. We have some good stories. We really do. But before we get into it, we want to say thank you, Iconics, for being here and for supporting us. If you would like to support us even further and have access to our Google Docs full of episode notes, important links, and pictures, you can do that by donating monthly to our Patreon at patreon.com slash standingbts. Or if you'd like, you can make a one-time donation at paypal.me slash standingbtspodcast. Your support helps us to improve the quality of our content and to continue putting out weekly episodes any type of support is super appreciated. Yes, thank you guys so much. Um, also, please join us this month in donating to our charity of the month, Facing History and Ourselves. Um, you can donate at facinghistoryandourselves.org um, or you can find the link in the description. Mm-hmm. Definitely check out the link in the description to learn a little bit more about it. It's really yeah. a great nonprofit organization. Yeah. Um, also just a little, a little news. Um, I'm kind of working on building a website and, Mm -hmm. uh, to put merch onto, uh, some people have expressed interest in having some sort of merch, like a button. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think, uh, I don't, I I have no idea when this will be up and running, but I'm working on some button designs. I've put some out on Twitter already, but we really want to be able to sell some stuff yeah, to you guys that you, might you are want. doing such a wonderful job with it and honestly you've made quite a bit of of headway on the website and all the designs and everything and i'm just 
super excited to kind of see what it what it comes out to be in the end. But we will let you all know when the website is up and when March is kind of available for all of you guys. So yeah, definitely looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, just in case you're wondering, we do already know that we'll be able to ship all over the United States and to Canada and to the UK. So mm-hmm. If you're in one of those places and you were thinking and you saw that we were talking about this on Twitter, yes, we will be able to reach you to, eventually. To ship it out, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so we'll go ahead and get into our Being an Army episode. I think this is our third installment of this yeah. this little series we have going on. It's our third February, I guess. Although I don't think our first Being an Army was on Valentine's Day, but the past two have. Uh, and I love this cute little tradition we've started. Um, but if you haven't listened to being an army episode before, we had all of you guys send in your submissions of what it is like being an army, how you join the fandom. And a lot of you sent in some some stories of wild army encounters, which is where you're in your everyday life and you come across a stranger who happens to be an army as well. And you kind of had a little interaction. And those are just really fun stories. Just so you know, we did have to summarize uh, a lot of these and we also just don't have time to read all of them so not all of the stories that were sent in are going to be read here live on the podcast but we have read all of your guys' stories and all of them are incredible yeah we're sorry that we can't fit all of them in and that like just because one is in here if yours didn't make it like it doesn't mean that it wasn't also incredible we just could Mm -hmm. not fit it in so Mm -hmm. thank you to everybody who sent in their story um Mm -hmm. let's go ahead and get into what we have today all right so here's our first one Hi, ladies. So I hesitated to write this email because I don't have a super inspiring story about BTS helping me through a dark time or their music comforting me when I'm down. I love those stories. It's just not my story. The thing that got me hooked on BTS is artistry. I don't have to speak Korean to feel what they're trying to convey in their songs or appreciate the real work they put in to deliver top-notch, world-class performances on stage. In my humble opinion, there are very few artists in the U.S. or even on the world stage who are recording and performing at the level these guys are. The first time I ever saw them was the Blood, Sweat, and Tears music video, and I was immediately blown away by by the work. I know they had to put into something like that. They've just kept impressing ever since. No matter what happens in the future, each of these members has a long, fruitful career ahead because their talent is real. I'm just going to stick back and enjoy the ride. I've told you guys before, I love the podcast. So glad you've created a community where ARMY can come together to appreciate Bonton. Anna and Georgia, aka X on Twitter. P.S. My draw to the artistry is definitely why my bias is the Jung Ho Sok. <laughs> I never see him giving less than 110% on stage, and that's no accident. He's worked to get to this level of performance, and it shows. Oh, my God. Wow, thank you, Anna. Thank you. Anna, I feel mm-hmm. like I agree with everything you're saying 100%. Like, <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. Mm-hmm. Okay, so next story. Dear Kayla and Bethany, my name is Chris and this is my being an army story. In the summer of 2019, I moved to Los Angeles to pursue my first full-time job straight after graduating from university. 
it was quite a life-changing moment for me as I came from the rural Midwest. I left a safety net of familiarity, my friends, family, and small-town ways. And to be completely honest, my move was incredibly lonely. I began questioning who I was as a person and my whole life's purpose. I feel like it's a stereotypical story where everyone who moves to LA hates their life, but still, I was growing through it. But that is how BTS came in the picture. I've always had ARMY friends, but for whatever reason, I didn't get into BTS until last year. But when I did, I knew I was in it for the long haul. It started with Boy With Love, then it became watching all of their talk show interviews, then binge watching every run BTS episode to going to the K-pop store in Koreatown every other week to buy albums, BT21 merch, and photo Uh. cards. At first, BTS became an escape from reality that I was scared to confront. But as time went on, I realized BTS was more than a boy band. Their message of radical self-love made me reflect on my own mental health struggles. They were a huge part of my journey to build courage to face the many adult world struggles I was avoiding. BTS have become my role models. Also, can we talk about their style? Fashion icons. Yeah, fashion icons, (laughs) definitely. Yes. I don't have a crazy meeting and ARMY story, but I will say when I saw BTS for Jingle Ball in LA, ARMY was so nice. I received so many cute photo cards, and even the day after, I ran into some army in Koreatown by all the K-pop stores. Shout out to super nice Bay Area armies who came to LA. Anyway, I am so inspired by the content creators of the fandom, especially you two. So thank you so much for this podcast. As a male super gay fan who's in their early 20s, I was at first (laughs) hesitant to join because I thought I was too old to be a fanboy. No, Mm -mm. no freaking way. (laughs) But you have shown me it's literally not weird at all. It's so nice to know that I am not alone and that being an older fan is totally normal. Love, Chris. Wow, Chris, thank you. Thank you, thank you. And yes, being an older fan is totally normal and I it needs to be normalized. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have no idea why it has become this way that they just, everyone thinks that we're 10-year-old oh my God, teen, like, teen girls or we're whatever. We're like, the same age as them. Yeah, it's you dumb. <laughs> it's dumb. But it's dumb. I love this story. Man, I can't imagine moving from the Midwest to LA on your own. Yeah, Chris, we're curious where you're from. DM us. Yeah. We're in the Midwest. (laughs) Because we're from the Midwest, you know? It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so my name is Aubrey. I'm 18 years old. I became an ARMY in the summer of 2016. I kind of knew about them beforehand, but the song that got me into them is Blood, Sweat, and Tears. So then I became hooked. Then my role I play in, com- in the community is that I write fanfic and I'm getting into freestyle dancing. I'm listening to your current episode while typing this. And what I love most about the fandom is that we always spread positivity. We're also so charitable. I also had a wild army encounter at my concert last September. We met in the bathroom. It was so great. BTS has helped me to get through high school, which was kind of a rough time for me. So that's all I feel like sharing. Thanks, Aubrey. Wow, Aubrey. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for writing in. Yeah, I'm glad that they helped you get through high school. It's a tough time in life. Mm -hmm. It really is. Also, how amazing that you met an army in the bathroom. Like, I feel like 
We have so many stories about like all the amazing like girls that you meet in bathrooms, you know, Mm -hmm. like instant friends and the fact that you met an army. That's so fun. It is really fun. Hey there. I wanted to share my story of how I became an army. My name is Erica. I'm 36 from Oregon and I'm Irish American and Okinawan. I was introduced by a couple of coworkers to the dope and I need you music videos at work. They were so amazing. I downloaded a few songs, but it took a while for me to fully take the time to dig into their music. I think with the past couple years political environment, I had to become so much more aware of my POC status in a threatening climate and have also been more and more aware as I've become an adult of the lack of representation in media. As an Asian woman, I've come to appreciate Asian artists way more intensely than in my youth. I've also always been obsessed with boy bands, so the obsession with these seven incredibly talented men was a very natural fit for my brain and heart's need for the hope of happiness and success achieved in the Asian community in a dark world. I'm so happy to call myself ARMY and to be a part of this community. I love your podcast. Thank you for all you do. Love, Erica. Uh, Thank you, Erica. 36. Yes. And from Oregon. I'm in Washington. So yes, you're close. (laughs) Yeah. But thank you for sharing that. I, um, I also feel like I have that, that brain where I just intrigued by boy bands and in a way, like how I kind of was with the Beatles. And so, Mm -hmm. yeah, I get the natural fit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Dear Kayla and Bethany, my discovery of BTS is a personal miracle to me. BTS encouraged me during a time when I was struggling to keep a positive mentality. Along with that, I stopped exercising and developed a cloud of depression. It was a slow process, but their music brought me into a happier place. When I first came across BTS, it occurred while I was stationed in Texas. Moving there turned out to be a challenge because of my job. It turned into being excessive workload. Anytime I'm feeling down or stressed, I would push myself to go for a jog. On a sunny morning, I reluctantly went for a jog. I shuffled through Spotify and chose a K-pop station. In the middle of my jog, ironically, a song called Run began to play. As soon as I heard the chorus, I remember thinking... This is a cliche song to play during my run. (laughs) Immediately, I was hooked on it, and I will forever recall the adrenaline I felt during my jog. When I went home, I decided to take the time to find the song and listen to the rest of the album. Like a domino effect, I slowly learned about the band and their music, and I gladly entered into the BTS world. Their music has motivated me to value myself and persuaded me back into fitness li- into the fitness lifestyle. The effect they have on me makes me feel energized. In retrospect, it was then that I began to feel like myself. In high school, I was a runner and slowly gave it up after a long time. It was amazing to feel the passion I had for running and exercise once again. I incorporated their music into my workouts in the gym and during hiking trails. I even did my first half marathon, and I had their songs to motivate me along the way. One day, while I went for a jog, I was struck with a sudden inspiration, and I thought to myself, it would be awesome to run a route that mirrors the artwork of BTS albums. When I did some research, I learned about GPS art. It was fascinating to see the way people create art during their runs. 
Using a run tracking app, I was able to create a route that depicts the designs from their albums. The first route was from Love Yourself Answer, then Butterfly, and Map of the Soul Persona. My journey in fitness is not over. My body fluctuates, but the important part is that I continue to improve myself. I'm grateful that I have BTS to help me on this journey. With heartfelt thanks, Jessica. P.S. I have attached the screenshots of the GPS art routes that I have created. Oh my gosh. So cool. So thank you, Jessica, for sharing that story. When I first saw this email and I saw those, the GPS art pictures, Mm -hmm. I immediately sent them to you, Kayla. Like, look at what Jessica did. Like, she was, first off, came across BTS by listening to a K-pop playlist while on a run and run comes on. Like, what an interesting way to get into the fandom. It's so, it's like ironic, of course, like she said. And I just... I just love that she was able to get fitness motivated by listening to BTS. Like that's something I connect with too. Like I loved Mm -hmm. working out to BTS, like at the gym. Um, But just the idea Mm -hmm. to make art, make a GPS art, like how fucking cool. When -hmm. you sent me those pictures, I was, I could not believe that somebody had done this and this was a real thing just because it was so cool mm-hmm. yeah. I, had, I had never heard of it amazing GPS art. yeah just so interesting so thank you jessica thank you jessica hello ladies i never imagined that one day i would be a k-pop stan but everything changed when i saw my first bts music video so many colors such a catchy song what are these dance moves <laughs> i couldn't stop watching which led to songs being stuck in my head well which led to me buying way more of their music than i ever thought i would which led to me getting to know each one of the members in this group now this email wouldn't be exciting if I didn't mention my bias, right? <laughs> A to the G to the U to the STD, aka Sugar, <laughs> aka Min Yungi, aka Give It To Me. Give it to me. <laughs> I remember seeing a music video and wondering to myself, is he cute? Do other people think he's cute? <laughs> so I head over to YouTube and type in the search bar BTS Sugar Hot. <laughs> hot. <laughs> Let me tell you, if you ever had the slightest attraction, you can double, triple, quadruple that feeling after watching one of these videos. (laughs) Dang. (laughs) Uh, I know I joke around a lot, but this group has truly helped me. There's a video of RM at one of BTS's shows, and he says, it's never intended, but it feels like I'm using you guys to love myself. So I want to say one thing. Please use me. Please use BTS to love yourself because you guys taught me how to love myself every day. I think about this quote all the time and I know that I truly love myself more because of BTS. They inspired me to change and turn my life around, corny as that may sound. Since I've only just started really discovering this group, it feels like information overload. There's so much I still haven't seen and so much more for me to know. Your podcast has been really fun, informative, and thank God I finally have people to fangirl with. Thank you so much, and here's to more amazing BTS content in the roaring 20s, Lauren. P.S. I love their foreheads too. Yoongi in a snapback is all I need. Oh, (sighs) yes. It's all we ever need. Oh, my God. Lauren mm-hmm. wow thank you so much for sending this story in 
I was, we were obviously laughing the whole time. You are so funny. Um, you are so funny. I love, I love how she just went to YouTube in the search bar, BTS Sugar Hot. Like, we've all done it. But we, I mean, we all know better by now, you know, um, unless you want to take years off your life. Um, but oh God, she mentioned that City Field quote, and that is like one of our favorite quotes mm-hmm. from them of all time. And, you know, it is, it really shows that special bond between BTS and ARMY and what we all share. So, yeah. Thanks, Mm -hmm. Lauren. Thank you. Hello, girls. My name is Jessie, and I'm a 22-year-old French-Canadian. I first heard of BTS through ARMY friends of mine, as well as at parties where Korean students I was mentoring played their music. Although I didn't dislike them, at that point my interest for them did not extend further than downloading their music for potential later exploration. I hate myself for saying this, but being completely honest, I think the language barrier intimidated me and made me hesitant to actually dive in and explore their music. Skipping a few months ahead to my third year of university, I traveled abroad to study in Germany. Given the vast differences between Canada and Germany, the cultural and language barriers heavily impacted me and I felt an overwhelming disconnect with local life. My army journey started one random day when I was on a bus in Germany and my phone was on shuffle and started playing Answer Love Myself. I didn't think much of it at first until the chorus started and I heard, you've shown me I have reasons I should love myself. Feeling vulnerable because of my struggles with living in Germany, my eyes immediately filled with tears and I almost started crying on the bus. I was stunned by the beauty of the melody and the important message of the song. I remember finding their take on this message so unique and touching because it's more than just saying you're perfect the way you are with your flaws. They're saying you actually have reasons and proof to why you're enough. Safe to say, I quickly fell into the rabbit hole of BTS and realized they were not just music, but entire, but an entire phenomenon, which, yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> Recently, after discovering BTS, my few friends that I made in Germany moved back to North America while I remained in Germany for another semester. BTS got me through this tough time by giving me the confidence to experience Germany on my own, even with the language and, bar- and cultural barriers. They also provided opportunities for me to connect and unite with local armies, such as through the Love Yourself and Soul concert movie presented worldwide in cinemas. I remember looking around and being able to feel the excitement and energy of everyone waiting for the film to start and how amazing it was that a native French speaker was connecting with native German speakers, thanks to a mostly Korean speaking group, all while watching while watching a concert in English with English subtitles, which, wow, if you just, like, look at all that. Yeah. Yeah. A few weeks later, I also bumped into local armies at a cafe during the Speak Yourself ticket sales, all of us having gone to the coffee shop to use the Wi-Fi to buy tickets. (laughs) It was such a fun experience getting to know each other and trying to encourage one another to keep trying for tickets. Finally, with the Speak Yourself tour occurring during my last weeks abroad, I was able to end my experience with a bang by attending a few of their European shows and somehow ended up with three seats from the stage for Wembley Night 2. I'll never forget how emotional moving it was to sing Young Forever with everyone, feeling like one of the thousands of other armies and our seven incredible boys. 
Although I don't like seeing the boys cry, and I was especially heartbroken seeing my biased Jungkook sobbing a few feet from me, the fact that they were speechless and some were even moved to tears shows just how much they put into their music and how extensive their love for BTS and ARMY is. A bit over a year ago, if you told me I'd soon fall in love with an artist to the point of traveling to different countries to see them, getting a tattoo, yes, I got Forever We Are Young on my arm because of Wembley, I would have never believed you. But now I'm here and I wouldn't change a thing. Borahe BTS, mm. Borahe Army, Jesse. <sighs> wow. I just, how incredible that you were at Wembley night too and you got to experience that forever, the young forever, singing that with everybody. And your story is just so, um, you know, you went through a lot and you went through a lot with BTS. And mm-hmm. just we just want to thank you for sharing it. Dear Kayla and Bethany, I became an ARMY at the beginning of 2015. A friend of mine regularly posted new K-pop MVs on Facebook. I wanted to create a YouTube channel at the time that had the initials BTS. When she shared Danger right before I Need You came out, I was so upset thinking, who are these people that stole my planned channel's initials? It was going to be break time (laughs) stories. So I clicked on Danger and the rest is history. And my obsession with BTS influenced my friend to stand them, so we got into BTS together. Then we found out that they were having a concert in New York, the Red Bullet, in July 2015, and we bought resale tickets for about $250 each, thinking that was expensive. And then we saw them live, went back home, watched their dance practices, and I asked my friend if she wanted to start a K-pop dance cover group with me. Expected a, no, you're out of your mind, but she said yes, and we've been running a small group in Philly for four and a half years. We're called Late Night Dance, and I'm the leader. Wow. We've continued to see BTS every year since then. In 2015, it was at the Red Bullet in New York and the Highlight Tour in Toronto where we got High Touch, a group photo shoot, and a signed poster. I'll never forget how at High Touch, V said thank you to me right before I high-fived him, and all I could respond (gasps) with was, yay! Oh my gosh! I would probably do the same. Like, what do you... How? Just melt. You can't function at that point. Yeah. (laughs) I asked RM at the group photo shoot, are you tired? He smiled, looked down, and replied, nah. And I said, you should sleep. And J-Hope pretended to fall asleep, rolling his eyes back and knocking his head. No. I just, I feel like I can just see that See them doing this. (laughs) V then leaned over from the other side of the group and pretended to sleep with his hands together in his face. Then we Mm -hmm. took the photo and it was over. And I never thought that was such a rare chance at the time. Oh my God. Like she sent us this picture and she was like, that girl in the, in this shirt is me. That girl in that shirt is my friend. And Mm -hmm. they're literally right next Next to to them. them. Yeah. Oh my God. It's so cool. Mm -hmm. 
Um, okay, so then in 2016, we saw them at KCON New York, and I won a raffle for High Touch again. In 2017, we attended the Wings Tour. In 2018, we attended the Billboard Music Awards. They were at the Billboard Music Awards for Fake Love, okay, Man. for the Fake Love Comeback Stage. Um, also, the Love Yourself Tour at Prudential and City Field. They camped for three days in Army Village. Wow. And in 2019, they attended both days of Speak Yourself at MetLife. They say, now I'm scared and excited for 2020. And this is from STZ Panda or at STBass53 on Twitter. That is incredible. They have gotten to go to so many different BTS events. And man, to, to be standing from back in 2015... There's just, there's very few of you guys. Yeah. So cool. Wow. Thank you for sharing your incredible, basically incredible army journey. You've been in army for so long. For sure. All right. Hi, dearies. I was sitting in a lounge at my college and my water bottle adorned with BT21 stickers was on the table in front of me. A girl sat next to me and eventually got my attention and said she liked my stickers. That's when we found out we were both big fans. It was the first stranger she had met in real life who was also a super fan. We exchanged contact info that day and decided to start watching Bon Voyage 3 together every Sunday as the first episode had just come out. And now I can call her one of my closest friends, even outside of our shared love for BTS. We traveled to Chicago together to see them and have been supporting each other post-grad as we search for careers and apply to jobs. Mm. Two mature, powerful females who found each other through BTS. I couldn't ask for anything better. Yes. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of the relationship between you two, Kayla and Bethany. I look up to you gals and your friendship as beautiful, mature, successful women who also are super army. So thank you. And this is at, oh, excuse me. So it's O-H-E-S-S-C-U-S-E-M-E. Wow. Thank you. That is such a wonderful story. I love hearing these friend stories. Like, Mm -hmm. this isn't just like a wild army encounter. This is a wild army encounter that turned into, like, best friends. Yes. This is like, (laughs) got me all warm and fuzzy. What a cute story. (laughs) Love it. Love it so much. Okay. Hi, Kayla. Hi, Bethany. I'm a French army of 24 years old. I first heard about the group in 2017 when an exchange student from Mumbai became my friend. She was in army, so I could see some content about BTS on my Facebook. I stumbled on their first American appearance where they performed DNA at the AMAs and RM's speech at the UN. And I was like, meh, it was good, but I was not impressed. Then, at the end of the year, my twin sister told me that she was into BTS, so she tried to show me some music videos and made me listen to some songs. It was just too much for me. The only thing I liked was the Save Me music video and Jimin, because that was my friend's bias, so I knew what he looked like. And I liked how funny they were in the behind videos. That's it. Mm -hmm. And then I forgot about them. Then, the next year, I was an exchange student in Quebec, where I stayed for four months. There, I I decided to take dance lessons again. I went to the demo lesson of Contemporary. The teacher turned on Save Me 
and I and taught us amazing choreography. I had so much fun during the lesson that I signed up for the course for the semester. I decided to learn the choreo in secret and show my sister when I came back to my country as a surprise. So now that I had a reason to get interested in BTS, I watched the Save Me music video again to get inspiration for the dance and I began to practice a lot. As you can expect, I developed a complete fascination for the dance, the music, the lyrics, culture, and the guys' personalities. When I came back to France, I showed her the video of the school show at Christmas, and she was so shocked when she heard the song we danced to. That's how I became a BTS stan. Since then, my sister and I have bonded so much over BTS. We even took K-pop dance classes together. We've confided in each other on more important topics. We've become bolder in our fashion, too. She cut her hair for the first time in years, and I colored mine grayish pink. In general, we are now happier and cherish each other more. We got the chance to see them live at June at the Stade de France in the Speak Yourself Tour, where we had the time of our life. Then, last summer, we went to Japan. We were amazed by the amount of K-pop merch and the presence of BTS there. We met a Korean guy at a Starbucks and spoke with him about our travels. We were able to speak a little bit of Korean with him, and we knew a bit about the culture because of BTS. We didn't speak about BTS, but the man asked us if we knew about them, and he told us he was a fan. Lastly, we went to the Universal Studio theme park in Osaka. There were so many armies, and it was like a game to spot armies in the waiting lines. We were waiting for... We were waiting in line for a scary roller coaster, and I was ready to abandon my sister, but then the song Lights started playing, and the music literally gave me strength, and my fear went away. You nice, keep going, fighting Daphne. Ah, wow. I love that uh her sister was into it into bts and she kind of was against it but then like found that that passion for dance and mm-hmm. that the da- it was like fate like the dance instructor happened to choose save me as the song to to dance to wow what, yeah. a, what a great story coincidental she also said p.s what are those squishy cute noises at the back of your recording is that a dog or a joke from the sound editor i loved it um so yeah sometimes my dog is in the room room when I'm recording because she has to be with me and uh you know she'll have like a toy or a bone or something Mm -hmm. so if you guys can hear that that's what that is sorry if that comes through I also have a dog so Hazel Hazel could be back there she has a little squeaky toy that she loves (laughs) it's probably both yeah (laughs) okay hi Kayla and Bethany my name is Bella I'm from Australia give us our tour dates big hit like okay I feel you on that because (laughs) poor Australia is not getting tour dates there's a lot of places that aren't but Australia you guys really haven't and I've been in army since idol era it came up in my YouTube recommendations and I was immediately hooked I just wanted to know their names, and as they say, the rest is history. (laughs) I don't think that was my first encounter with BTS, though. I remember watching a reaction video to Blood, Sweat, and Tears a year or so ago. Unlike many other armies, that video somehow didn't convert me. (laughs) Wow, I really had no standards back then. I don't have any super unique stories about being an army, but my school workload has definitely 
was definitely heating up around the time I started standing. I found that BTS helped me through it by watching Run BTS and funny compilations of them. They gave me a real distraction from the chaos of my life and inspired me to work harder. If they can practice 12 hours a day, I can sit down and write that essay. Like, mm-hmm. Yes. Very true. <laughs> Even though my bias is Namjoon, Jin especially inspires me as I feel we are similar. I'm the oldest in my friend group, so I have a, a caring role of support. I'm super hyper and make tons of dumb jokes, especially about my looks, to make up for my introversion. I am constantly inspired by his coming from no experience in singing or dancing to being the crazy talented guy he is today. Mm. When I think I'm too inexperienced to begin something and be any good, I remember Jen and give it a go. Wow, that's such a great oh, I inspiration. Love that. Yeah, I love that. One of my wishes is to be more active as an army. I don't even have a Twitter account. Girl, get one. (laughs) Yeah, stay on Twitter will change your life. Um, (laughs) It's like almost an army essential. Yeah. I work at a music store where we sell BTS, employee discount for Map of the Soul 7, yes. Yes. Um, But I barely get to talk to any armies. There are armies at my school, but I'm too scared to talk to them. I'd love to have army friends, but never had the courage to reach out, whether online or in real life. Even writing to you now is the most I've ever interacted. I know Mm. that U.S. armies are such a rich community full of diverse people with so much to offer to the world. And this year, I hope to become more involved in this community. I absolutely love your podcast. You brighten my day whenever I listen. Thank you so much for providing such a wonderful resource for armies to stay updated and get entertained, especially for somewhat lonely armies like me. It feels like I'm in a conversation with friends. Bella. Bella. Bella, I just, I love your mindset. I mm-hmm. I mean the way that you interpret, you know, BTS as an example of how you can live your life and how you can think about, you know, things you have to do is just awesome. Um yeah, it's an amazing goal to want to get more into the community. You definitely mm-hmm. should. You have a super yeah. inspiring story. You do, you do. Okay. Hello, I'm Nat, and I really want to share my wild army encounter with someone unexpected. (laughs) I was in school yesterday. It was English. My teacher had written some remedial dates, and so after I was done with my comprehension, I took out my notebook that's overly decorated with BTS photo cards, stickers, etc. My teacher comes by my table, and she looks at me and asks, Oh, do you like BTS? My friend and I looked at her so shocked and we both replied, uh, yeah, we do. And she smiles and says, oh, I like Jin. I love him so much. Followed by, (laughs) I was at their concert in Singapore and Jin was so cute. She even mentioned she bought a light stick. My friend and I are just amazed and find it so cool that our English teacher is an army. Insert Jin's come be my teacher line here. What an encounter. Yeah, what an encounter. You just don't expect like your teacher to stand <laughs> bts no it's literally me it's, it's like you. <laughs> like 
I when you should see it's just it's one of the best looks when my students when like they're brand new to my classroom mm-hmm. and they're BTS stands and I show like first day I'm like look at my desk all decorated BTS yeah look, this is my <laughs> and like my PowerPoint about myself that I talk at the beginning you know I'm like yeah. look this is my favorite band and it's so fun to see yeah. kids who are just so excited about you know having that that connection so yeah. not it amazing. makes it easier to relate to your to your students and for them to relate to you yeah, yeah. amazing wild army encounter nat thank you so mm-hmm. much Hey, Kayla and Bethany, I am definitely a baby army since June of 2019 and only have one in real life army friend. I went to BTS Wembley concert in June last year with my friend as she didn't know any BTS fans. I hadn't listened to any of their music, but it was amazing. Mm. By the time Bepse played, I was so in love and I listened to their music the whole way home. I fell into the YouTube spiral and texted my friend a week later saying I was obsessed. And I started watching their other content like Run, Bon Voyage, and concert DVDs. What I love most about being an ARMY is their amazing music and message about loving yourself and being confident in yourself, which has truly impacted my life so much. Like you said in a recent episode, I love how BTS writes about such important issues which start a dialogue with other people and self-reflection about these issues. And also love how I have met so many other amazing armies through social media. I have only had one army encounter where I met another army while I was buying BTS albums in a music store, but it was just so unexpected. From Laura. Thank you, Laura, for writing that in. I mean... You fell mm-hmm. down the rabbit hole. I can't imagine going to, yeah, going to a BTS concert before even being a fan. And what a really awesome way to get into the fandom and to start enjoying their music. Yeah. I feel like if your first experience with them is a concert, you're just hooked for life. Like, <laughs> Yeah, for life, for sure. <laughs> Okay, so we haven't been reading the subject line of any of these emails, but we just have to read this one. Subject line, BTS saved my marriage in all caps. (laughs) Clickbait. Clickbait. Hi, ladies. Okay, my marriage wasn't in dire straits at all, but becoming an army together with my husband has definitely enhanced our marriage 100%. My husband Frank and I are new to ARMY. After their billboard performance last year, we were hooked. As soon as Frank saw Jimin on the screen, the saying is true, once you gym in, you can't gym out. Mm-mm. I actually remember watching them at the AMAs in 2017 performing DNA, but my second baby was just born. I was so mesmerized with what I saw, but I also couldn't tell if I was just losing my mind and dreaming since I hadn't slept in seven days and hormones were crazy, etc., etc. Because I couldn't really comprehend what I saw. I hadn't been into K-pop, but... Oh, sorry. I had been into K-pop, but this was back in the late 90s, early 2000s. Now I'm aging myself. (laughs) But nothing like what I watched that day. Now... Evening times once the kids go to bed are filled with my hubby and I catching up together on the latest run episodes or Bon Voyage. At any time new merch is available on Weeply, I text him, should we get all seven dolls? And he'll reply, (laughs) 
obviously. <laughs> oh God, amazing. We love the support. Mm-hmm. Um, when I wanted to stand in line for three hours at Line Friends for the BT21 with Antisocial Club collaboration, he didn't even question it and watched our two kitties while I waited it out. While my other friends who aren't BTS fans per se would roll their eyes or laugh at me. Frank, at his work, physician in a major hospital here in Los Angeles, will even try to incorporate BTS not only by playing their music in the operating room or by wearing a chimmy pin, which actually helps him with his younger patients because they'll recognize the pin and feel more at ease with surgery because he's army. Wow. Like, so amazing. That's incredible. Damn. I know. I know. But he'll even incorporate BTS in his meetings and presentations to his department. These are grown, somewhat serious adults that Frank is presenting to. Some get it, and of course some are confused. But most are aware he's serious about his love of BTS. Mm, I love the commitment. I love that he's just enjoys bts and brings it into his work life because it just brings him so much joy yeah i you know jordan does this too he like talks about bts all the time at work and on his computer that he uses for mm-hmm. class he has like all bts backgrounds oh, that's just so wonderful it's amazing this- i definitely tell my coworkers more now and like every time i go and i've got this one coworker who's like oh bethany's here and immediately turns on boy with love and like makes our <laughs> patients listen to boy with love <laughs> that's so amazing Okay, so she says, my girls, ages six and three, love BTS as well, and that's most likely what uh, and that's most likely what we listen to. My six-year-old asked to learn Korean because she really wants to understand what BTS is singing, while my three-year-old will constantly say, "Sugar is my bias. I like sugar." Mm-hmm. They get equally. Can you just imagine a three-year-old saying that? Like, how cute, how adorable, so cute. They get equally excited when I mention anything new about BTS. The older one, who is into ballet, could not stop watching the Black Swan music video. Oh, I bet. Sure, there will be moms from my daughter's school who are Korean, by the way. Be surprised that I'm such a fan of BTS or even make fun of me and call me a teenager. But I've been meeting other people over 35 years old who are into it and even meeting younger folks half my age while I waited in line for many BTS-related things. The younger ones will follow me on Instagram and will exchange banter, etc. Just shows how BTS can bring people of different ages together." Frank and I have been married for almost 12 years, together 23 years in total. Wow. I feel blessed to share my life with my best friend, but now life has definitely been next level now that we share BTS. To have a partner as passionate as you are for something makes a huge difference in your life. And in addition, to have the whole family into BTS makes it even more fulfilling. Thanks for reading my story, I Purple You Gals. XO. Low. Ah, thank you, Lo, so much for sharing your wonderful story. I cannot imagine if Corey was into BTS as much as I am. Like our relationship would just, I think, be unreal. Like on steroids, just <laughs> unbelievably happy all the yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's so great. Okay. Hey, Kayla and Bethany. My name's Kiana. I'm 16 and from San Diego. The other night I was showing my dad a DNA live stage to try to describe to him the fan chant protocol that accompanies being a K-pop stan. 
After watching the video, he looks at me and asks, what exactly draws you to these guys? Why do you love them so much? A little dumbfounded, but excited, I really wasn't sure what to say. It is ineffable to express to non-ARMY just how much BTS loves us because it's something far greater than words or actions. It's the sparkler, it's the sparkle in their eye that shines with each look in our direction, the frame of their smiles running from ear to ear with every flow of our voice, our one voice, the voice of the crowd that rumbles the stadium, giving out just as much love as those eyes and smiles give us. If BTS's goal is to make our lives even 1% brighter, they have run far past that finish line. I don't know who I would be or what I would do without them. I've never felt so loved, not just by them, but by a fandom. I love having a safe and secure family that you can experience the greatest rises and lowest tumbles of life with. All I can hope is that the boys truly, sincerely know how much they have affected each one of our lights. We shine brighter in the dark. We shine brighter together. Oh my God, mm. Kiana. I have like full body chills <laughs> just rolling through me for that last paragraph. Mm-hmm. Beautifully written, but so true. Like really, it is so hard to understand the love that we feel as army from bts and for people who are outside the fandom to comprehend like Mm -hmm. this very real like tangible connection that we have this love Mm -hmm. this love and we all want bts just to know how much they've changed our lives and just how grateful we are okay Hi, Bethany and Kayla. My name is Liliana. I'm 26 from Portugal, but I live in the UK. I'm a newer ARMY since I only discovered BTS in May last year. I discovered them because I'm an avid K-drama watcher, and suddenly while on YouTube, it recommended I watch Boy With Love. That was it. I was hooked. I was having a stressful day, and this bright video with catchy lyrics was everything I needed. My stress dwindled, and I couldn't help but watch the next video and the next. This led me to search for them on social media, where I discovered ARMY, which I didn't know I needed as much as I needed BTS. You see, I've actually lived almost half my life in Portugal, where I'm originally from, and half my life in the UK. This has come with a lot of perks. However, there is one thing that comes with it that isn't so good, and that's the fact that I never feel quite like I belonged in either country. I've always thought I'm too Portuguese for England and too English for Portugal. My style and even my personality had always always changed in which country I was staying in. When I'm in Portugal, after a while I want to be in England, and when I'm in England, I miss Portugal. I've always struggled to fit in, but I've always hidden it, behind jokes or laughter, or simply just ignoring the other culture altogether. Once I discovered BTS, and especially ARMY, this slowly started to change. In this fandom where it doesn't matter who you are and where you are from, as long as you like BTS, you are welcomed with open arms. I realize that I will always belong to both countries, and that's okay too. I'm Portuguese because I was born there and I identify with my country, but I'm also English because I grew up in England. 
Army, with all its diversity, helped to finally accept that. BTS showed me the way to the best fandom. Last year was a stressful year for me, and BTS showed up in my life exactly when I needed them, bringing with them acceptance and love. Now I listen to BTS, and the stress doesn't seem so bad, or at least it's more bearable. I finally feel like I belong somewhere. I'm learning slowly but surely to love myself with all my very mixed heritage. Love, Liliana. Liliana thank you for sharing that I cannot imagine being born in one country and then being raised in another how confusing that can can be or feeling not really fully accepted in one or the other but the fact that ARMY and the diversity of ARMY and BTS's message has helped you come with this like kind of resolution and self this self-love that you have now and acceptance is just so so great Mm -hmm. thank you for sharing that thank you Hi, Kayla and Bethany. I'm a 32-year-old baby army in Chicago who came upon them May 2019. I was going through such a hard time in my life where I was left in a 12-year on-and-off relationship. Along with that, unfortunately, friends and family sometimes exited out of my life too when such things were happening. It was affecting everything I thought I knew. With that, I would just find myself literally being a couch potato. I was randomly going through YouTube and I came across, I believe, an idol performance of BTS. I thought to myself, okay, really, let's see what this K-pop phase is about. I could, on- I could honestly say I was really one of those judging people like I just don't get it. And girls, was I wrong? I remember that exact day watching one performance and I was hooked and fell down the rabbit hole. All of us. (laughs) Everyone. Yeah. I remember that exact day because that exact weekend they were at Soldier Field. Now I searched. Yeah, we were. (laughs) Now I searched for tickets, but I didn't have a chance to go attend as it was four hours just before the concert. And I remember so vividly, it was actually a really rainy day in May. Yes, it was. (laughs) (laughs) Instead, I watched a fan cam live stream of the whole concert set. And from there, my life was changed. I often thought of who I was before the long relationship, who I was during the relationship, and who I am after the relationship. But at the end of the day, I'm an evolving person who's motivated to get better than I ever was. And I think Namjoon's constant message of motivation and positivity kept me going. It also taught me how to continue to just be polite and genuine. When I see those seven boys just being gracious and kind, it almost just rubs off. I can't explain how good they've made me feel to get to the point of understanding healing. So that part was kind of how the boys changed my life. This one is about how a stranger army I didn't know affected my life. I decided to go to California during the same time as Jingle Ball LA and iHeartRadio. And I tried so hard to get those Ticketmaster sales, but it didn't end up working out. I decided to book a trip anyways, even though I didn't have tickets. I called my mom up, who's the most understanding person for my love of BTS, and she agreed to road trip with me in hopes of scoring a resold ticket for the concert. So they're driving from Chicago out to LA. Without tickets. Without tickets. (laughs) Few weeks later, we were off to LA. The day of, I was going through all the major ticketing reseller sites all day long, and the prices were still so incredibly high. 
An hour and a half before the show, I almost just gave up, but but decided to take my chances on Twitter. All day I was glued to my phone. Even when I didn't have tickets, I still got ready like I was attending the concert. Makeup, outfit, and all. Ugh, now That is some faith, you yeah. know? <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm a baby army. With that being said in my mind, I didn't even think of being scammed. I just thought, I want to see my boys. Then finally, I found an army angel. I saw a tweet through the Jingle Ball hashtag that this gal, Rachel, was selling her tickets. I messaged her on Twitter. I told her my concerns about being scammed. We both agreed to follow each other on social media platforms and even exchange numbers. 45 minutes before the show. 45 minutes. 45 minutes. I was in a lift heading to Jingle Ball with floor seats row eight. No. <laughs> Rachel could have just sold me the tickets and changed the name on the ticket on the Ticketmaster tickets, but she went above and beyond helping me navigate to the arena since I was from Chicago. She literally made my whole weekend. I didn't get a chance to meet her in person that night, but it was so chaotic. Next time. But until this day, we are in contact through social media. Shout out to Rachel. She's at Rach K Star or Rachel K Star for changing my life that night and allowing me to see those boys. It made my whole year wrapping up 2019. It's crazy being strangers and just knowing how to share kindness with each other for only one common thing. I'm still jaw dropped how this fandom is on another level. Tiffany. Oh my God. That story was a roller coaster first of all but tiffany your determination of just like i am going to fucking get tickets i'm gonna yeah. get ready for this whole concert it is so admirable seriously <laughs> i think i would have given up but you just you just knew you knew you were gonna get it and wow Ugh. rachel literally an story. angel army yeah incredible yeah okay I'm Sophia from Canada, and I got into BTS because I was bored at work one day, and I decided to start watching documentaries. BTS was mentioned, and I had never heard of them, so I did some research. Next thing I knew, I had fallen into the wonderful and unexpected BTS hole. I was watching music videos during my lunch breaks and watching their interviews after school. Now, I'm from the prairies in Canada, and it's a pretty conservative area where most people listen to mainstream music or country, etc. I hadn't heard of them until just this year, and they blew my mind. The bright visuals, the dancing, the style, the pure talent. It's very different to the culture I'm used to, and I'm so glad to have gotten into K-pop. I also think I fell in love so quickly because I was having a hard time starting university, and they gave me something to look forward to and to take my mind off all the stress. Sophia. Wow. Uh, thank you. Everyone is just falling down the BTS hole. Ha- I mean, it's just always... it always happens it's we, we all start by wanting to just know their names, know their names. and you know the once you want to know their names you're screwed yeah, yeah. it's over yeah it's over <laughs> all right hi i want to share my story on how i met my best friend who is an army i was on a trip to new york city for a field trip and my friend 
group was being a little frustrating, so I kind of kept my distance from them for the entire day. So I saw this girl who had a RJ keychain, and she was in my group of people to stick with. I wondered if she was an army, so I went up to her, told her I liked her keychain, and asked if she liked BTS. She said, of course, yes. We talked for the rest of the trip. I am best friends with her to this day, and we are planning on going to their next concert. Jordan. Oh, Jordan. Wow. How nice. That's Look just- at you being courageous, going up and <laughs> mm-hmm. making a new friend mm-hmm. over BTS. Mm-hmm. And kudos to you for kind of leaving the friends who weren't, who were, I guess, being burdensome to you or just being not kind. So yeah, yeah. fate really took the BTS fate. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so this is our last one and I'll just, I'll just get right into it. Hi, Kayla and Bethany strap in. It's a bit of a long story that starts out a little sad, but hang tight till the end. My dad was diagnosed with cancer the summer of 2018. My sister Brandy and I were in charge of caring for our dad between surgeries, chemo treatments, ER visits, managing changing medicine lists, and hospital stays. We were also just his daughters and loved him with every piece of our being. We had to cherish as many moments as possible with him. I noticed early in the cancer fight, Brandy had been cultivating an obsession, BTS, I was confused and felt like she may have been losing it due to all the stress caring for our dad. She's my sister, but also my best friend, so questioning her mindset was major. I mean, we are both in our 40s. I was unsure how loving a boy band like she did was possible or even normal. Little did I know, BTS would soon hit me like a freight train. Deep into our dad's battle, Brandy's husband asked some of his co-workers in Korea to pick out some BTS merch and mail it to his workplace in the U.S. so he could surprise her. She showed me some of the items at the hospital one night. She was so excited and happy to show me all the merch. It was uplifting to see her so full of joy. I smiled with her, but also remained a bit confused. I was sure she had gone off the deep end and getting her husband involved in her obsession, but I still wanted to understand why he would play along. So I asked curiously about the gifts and he said, she has been so sad about your dad and BTS makes her happy. She loves them so much. I wanted to do something to help and I knew this would make her happy. Hearing this from him helped me so much. I felt wrong for questioning her, almost devastated at my own ignorance, but I was also filled with a new love I knew I needed to understand more. I started to open my world to the idea of BTS. I really wanted to learn everything about them. They had to be magical. Brandy took us to see Burn the Stage in January 2019. BTS was so new to me then, and I really didn't know what I was in for. But I remember being moved and crying over the performances. They were all incredible. I was swept away by Tay's voice and artistry and singularity, Jin's stunning performance and epiphany, and the vocal line singing The Truth Untold broke me, tears streaming down my face. I didn't know it yet, but that was the beginning for me. I was about to fall hard. We lost my dad a few months later. It was a very sad time. 
but Brandy had gotten tickets to see BTS in Chicago. She went to see them both days with her husband and son. She also got tickets to MetLife, Love Yourself, Speak Yourself, and she took me and my daughter. May 18th, 2019. I'll never forget it. I can still see Jungkook flying over my head in euphoria and Hobie's magnetic presence in Just Dance. They all blew me away. The way they talked to ARMY moved me like nothing I'd ever been a part of, and it clicked. I knew why the entire stadium of fans was there, and I didn't want to leave at the end. It was such a hard time. Grief can hit in so many different and profound ways. BTS really helped me deal with a lot of struggles and sadness and loneliness. I found love and support in them and in my new ARMY family. My daughter, Abby, caught on quick and became ARMY while I was still learning. She showed me a ton of dance practice videos, music videos, and meet the member videos on YouTube and more. Between her and Brandy, I had unknowingly been enrolled in the BTS University and I became ARMY. (laughs) As ARMY, I support them by streaming their music, buying their albums, gifting merch to my ARMY family, watching them on YouTube, buying voyage bts run the list goes on and on i can't even count how many times we have gotten up in the wee hours to watch their many performances live overseas Mm -hmm. i call these times zombie arm (laughs) i make funny and supportive memes for my family and i try to support all of the bts fan art on twitter i am a small account on twitter but i would love to have more army friends there follow me at the j robin mentioning being an army or this podcast and i'll follow back my pages all good stuff no negativity all love i love them all so much definitely ot7 and while i have to say tay is my bias i am absolutely wrecked over and over by every single member one of by every single one of their souls we are all soul mates soul spelled like s-e-o-u-l the city city. love it I am so excited about the Map of the Soul tour. Of course, Brandy already got us badass seats for both the Dallas shows in May. Yay! And so we, we'll be we'll at the be same there. concert. We yes, let's meet up. Definitely so cool. have to have a meetup. Um, and I was also able to secure more tickets today for my ARMY family. I wanted to thank you both for your hard work on this podcast. I have gotten so much from listening to your episodes, and I wanted to share that we just took an adventure to a Korea-themed area of Dallas-Fort Worth and bought banana kicks, honey twists, and other snacks that you featured on Eating Aww. BTS. It was so fun. I want those banana kicks. Me too. Oh my god, I have to go to the Korean store and get some more. They're, they're, they're like 30 minutes away from me right yes. now i could go get them um thank you so much for reading my army story and happy valentine's day to you both to army and to our hashtag iconics i love you all robin oh, robin thank you thank you thank you for sharing that story i teared up like i yeah dealing with you know you know, coping with grief and just your everything going on with your father and maybe the confusion of your sister being so in love with them. I I can't imagine, but thank you so much for, for sharing that. I had read it before and I didn't expect to tear up again. I know at one point through it, a couple points through it, I was like hoping that I wasn't going to choke up and I was mm-hmm. like, am I going to be able to get through this? Because just reading through it, it is really you know powerful and moving and, and moving, what a yeah. 
yeah. what an incredible story and now you have a whole family of army and yeah. you know i just um i we really thank you for sending in your story mm-hmm. definitely all right well, thank you to all of you Iconics for sending in all these great stories. Uh, we definitely are going to do it again next year. We love these being an army episodes. Um, but here at the end, we're going to share our content of the week, which are the concept photos for Map of the Soul 7. We only oh. have the, the version 1 and 2 concept photos, but we're going to talk about version 2 because because they just came out today (laughs) the day of recording and oh my fucking god we're in love with these so these are the the concept photos where they're all wearing black wings and they're all in these black outfits and the whole all the photos are just really dark where when i went and looked at these pictures i think i was like I had just woken up in the morning and I was think it was like sitting on the toilet, just like going to look <laughs> at him. <laughs> and I went to go turn up my brightness on my phone because I thought my brightness was really down. Yeah. But even when I turned my brightness on my phone all the way up, I'm like, oh no, they're just really dark, these photos. And I think totally intentional, but wow. Yeah. They're all so striking and sexy and just intimidating in the best possible way Mm -hmm. we could spend so much time talking about each one of their individual pictures that they posted but really i just feel like we can talk about this group shot that they have right Mm -hmm. here because the 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 darkness around them is so heavy it's almost like they are seeking into it or if as if it's like seeping around them yeah like swallowing Mm -hmm. them and on their faces besides really namjoon and a little bit less for jungkook but on the rest of them they have this amazing rembrandt style lighting so what that means is like three-fourths of their face is lit but they usually have pretty uh pretty deep shadows on one side of their face mm-hmm. and it gives the effect especially for j-hope jin taeyang yoongi jimin that their faces are kind of like melting not melting but just disappearing into this darkness behind yeah, this, them like black hole that's yeah. swallowing them mm-hmm. i gotta say there's a lot of forehead exposure going on i mean jen is in the middle and he's so freaking striking like your eyes just like drawn into him Jungkook is over there with his full forehead out. His like head is angled. Namjoon oh too. Like and Yoongi like smoldering at us with his forehead just barely peeking out. Mm-hmm. Taeyong's oh, collarbones God. are just yelling at all of us. He's the only one with a scoop neck too. It's just mm-hmm. like here's a whole collarbone. Also, oh my God, Taeyong has like a black feather earring. Yoongi mm-hmm. or not Yoongi, but J Hope has like a black pearl like little dangly earring too. Oh. J-Hope is so, he's so much to take in in this, in this shot. I'm like, like the most um, intimidating, striking yes. man. Oh my goodness. Yeah. The hairstyle, like the, him and mm-hmm. Jin both have like something reminiscent of the Kama hairstyle. Yeah. Oh God, they just look so fucking hot. And then mm-hmm. we haven't even talked about Jimin Jimin's with his hair. blue hair, with his oh. like dark blue midnight blue hair and also a corset and a like a feather lapel Mm -hmm. i mean wow so beautiful 
they all are just unreal in this in these concept photos all of yeah. them yeah just incredibly like way too good looking perfect mm-hmm. model-esque like <laughs> i could we rave. had to talk about it we had to fangirl had about to. it had to <sighs> wow so mm-hmm. i guess that's the end of our being an army part three wow. valentine's day special episode yes. thank you um, iconics happy valentine's day everyone Yes, happy Valentine's Day. Thank you, Iconics, for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode and if you've enjoyed any of our previous episodes, there's a few things you can do to let us know. Um, you can write a review what in whatever platform you listen on. Uh, they mean so much to us. We love seeing them. You can also spread the word on social media. Tell your army friends about it. If you enjoy it, then they might enjoy it as well. And then if you want to get in contact with us directly, you can DM us on social media or you can reach out to us via email. And of course, you can find links for all of those things in the description. In the description. Thanks for listening and thanks for standing BTS.